You can unmute Lucy. Good morning. This morning I have the privilege of sharing with Lucy uh, what God has placed on our hearts. I consider it a privilege. I consider it when I just think of the opportunity that God has given me with this young lady, this youngster, I thank him because I realize that um, God allows you to live on, not only in your time, but live on in other generations as you impact and influence others. So Lucy, let's go at it. This morning, the topic of our message is do whatever he tells you. And the text is John 2, verses 1 to 2. And I ask that you will not, we're not going to put it on screen, but I ask that you find it in, in the scripture and that we will follow it, read it together. John 2, verses 1 to 12. And it says, Jesus changes water into wine. You want to go ahead and read, Lucy? Okay, mommy. John 2. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Garib. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited into the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' Jesus' mother said to him, "They have no, they have no more wine." Woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, "My hour has not has not yet come." His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you, he tells you. Nearby, stone six stone water jars, the, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from 20 to, 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the, to the brim. Then he told them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. This They did so. And the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. He did not realize what it had come from through the servants who had drawn the water, water new. Then he called the bridegroom aside and said, everyone brings out the choice wine first and then the cheaper wine after the guests have, have had too much drink, but they have served the best till now. What Jesus, what Jesus did here in Cana of Galilee was the first of the sign through which he reviled his glory and his disciples believed in on him. After he, after this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother and brothers and his disciples. 
they there they stayed for a few days thank you lucy the father we thank you for your word this morning we thank you father that we the word that we speak will be your words the father even as the words go out lord let it accomplish that which you had intended for it to accomplish father i pray lord that it the words that will come will accomplish god accomplish that which you desire and so father we pray for transformation in our hearts we pray father god not only for conviction but a confession and a repentance where we need to repent we pray father god for our willingness to obey we pray, Father God, that we will be able to trust you, that we will have confidence in you. Father, we pray that we will love you. We pray that we will be courageous. We pray that we will humble, be humble before you. And so, Father, as we speak your word this morning, let your word do that which it is to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we just, Lucy just read for us John 2 verses 1 to 12. And as I said before, the topic of our message is do whatever he tells you to do. So I, I, I heard of a story where a soldier was instructed by his commander to walk two miles each day to fetch water and pour on a, on a dry piece of stick. Imagine, every day, walk two miles, catch the water, and return to that place where the dry stick is and pour the water on it. The soldier did this for, for a year without asking a question and neither was he given a reason from the command. Years later, when asked about his blind obedience, he responded, the wisdom must be in him who has the power to command and not in him who hath power to obey. I'm going to repeat. When asked about his blind obedience, he responded, the wisdom must be in him who has the power, not a power, not some power, but the power to command and not in him who hath power to obey. The soldier knew something that I sometimes don't know, and maybe you don't know, that we have power to obey, but the wisdom lies in the one who has the power, the power to command. In our text this morning, in John 2 verse 12 that Lucy read, it, it, John tells us a unique story of, 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 of servants who, like the soldier, obeyed as instructed. It was the third day of a wedding celebration in Canaan, and the wine supply had run out. Mary realizes the problem and informs Jesus. And though it says, woman, my hour has not come, or why do you involve me? When Scholars, scholars say it was not rude or disrespectful, as we would have read it in our own context. But it was actually a sign of respect. He may not have used the word mother, why do you involve me? 
but what he was saying, it was very respectful. So let us not read it in our own context. If, if, if our child would say, woman, why do you involve me? We would have read it as being disrespectful. But it, it is not a sign of disrespect. It's actually one of respect. So Mary realizes the problem and she informs Jesus who responded that his hour had not yet come to reveal himself and his glory. Mary was not repelled or offended by Jesus's response because she knows more than she was saying. Instead of being offended, she goes ahead and she instructs the servants, do whatever he tells you to do. And in verses 6 to 8, we saw where Jesus instructs the servants. He says, fill the six 20 to 30 gallons jars of water. We saw where they obeyed and they filled it to the brim. Charles Spurgeon suggests that this should be the pattern of faith and obedience in all the lives of believers. He said, when we are instructed to believe in Jesus, we are to believe in him up to the brim. When we are told to love him, we are to love him up to the brim. When we are commanded to serve him, we are to serve him up to the brim. When we are told to give to the work, to continue the work of Jesus or to further the work in the kingdom, we are to give up to the brim. Everything Charles Spurgeon says that believers do, that Christians who profess faith in Christ do, should do it up to the brim. Because if in fact these servants were not known to be followers or disciples of Jesus, yet they obeyed him up to the brim. The next instruction, Jesus says, dip some out, take it to the master of the ceremonies. And this morning, the instruction, do whatever it tells you to do, is a call for obedience, which meant following Jesus, following God's command, his way, not how you and I want to do it or our way, right away mean immediately, not when you feel like do it or doing it and all the way, which means not partially. So when, when Mary said to, to them, do whatever he tells you to do, it is a call I'm telling you of obedience that dictates how it should be done. It should be done Jesus's way. It should be done immediately. And it should be done fully. The word whatever means anything and everything. So let us rephrase Mary's instructions, knowing the definition of whatever. When Mary says, do anything, do whatever he tells you to do, she was saying to the servants, do anything and everything Jesus tells you to do his way, promptly, without question and do it to the fullest. By observation, it took trust, humility, courage, reverence, confidence, and love for the, for the servants to obey Jesus. It takes trust to obey. And we saw that last week in 1 Kings 17, where Elijah went to the river brook and he drank the water until the brook ran dry. Then he went to Zaphareth, where the widow was, as God had instructed him to go. So we realize it takes trust to obey. 
you and I, sometimes we do not trust. We do not obey fully. We do not obey immediately. We do not obey God's way, but we do it our way because we do not trust him. Trusting God is not the same as understanding him. They are not, they, 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 you do not have to understand to trust. And we saw that with the, with the servants. They didn't understand what filling jars with water would have done. They did not, we saw that with the soldier. We did not, he did not know what walking two miles each day to fetch water, gallons of water each day to pour on a piece of dry stick, not a plant, not a tree, but on a piece of dry stick. He did not know the outcome. Actually, his outcome was to trust his, test his obedience, not for, for the stick to start sprouting and produce because it wasn't a dry seed that had died and was going to grow. It was a dry stick that was already dead. But in doing what was commanded, it proved that he was an obedient soldier. Trust is transferring your hope and confidence from yourself to someone else. And in this case, it was transferring their hope and confidence from their self, themselves to Jesus. The song says, trust and obey for there is no other way there is not another middle road another side road another u-turn that you can make another exit you can take no there is no other way to be happy in jesus the songwriter says than to trust and obey so if you're seeking happiness if you're seeking to be blessed, the only way is to trust and obey. Only when we trust God will we desire to be able to obey him. Only when we trust God will we desire and be able to obey him. We cannot obey when we do not trust. And as I said to you before, it has nothing to do with understanding. And now Lucy will share with us that it takes humility to obey. Thank you, Mommy. Um, so I'm going to take you through. It takes humility to obey. And you can see it in John 2, verse 5, which is saying, but his mother to the servant, do whatever it is to do which it is takes obey because they did what they were being told to do and it takes humility too since you cannot make jesus do your will listen yourself to do whatever he says obey him and you will have much more peace all believers in christ should seek to have the heart of mary her heart sought to to glorify the lord rejoice in him and humbly serve him. She stored up his might, mighty deeds within her heart. She knew that his mercy was overflowing for those who fear him. And, you know, when you get from the humility, we see how they obeyed 
because they were being told by Mary, the servants were being told by Mary that do whatever he tells you to do. So as Christians, we should obey. That is whatever we are being told to do, we should do. Not to ask any question because the servant could have asked, why do you tell us to, to, to fill up the jars with water? And they didn't ask that, so they were obedient. And as, okay, her heart sought to glorify the Lord, rejoice in him and humbly serve him. She stored up his mighty deeds within her heart. She knew that his mercy was overflowing for those who fear him. So they feared him. And they had, like Christians, we have to have that, that, that she had, she had a, and she knew that his mercy was overflowing for those who fear him. So our hearts have to overflow because we fear him. He fills up the hungry and waits for the leech to realize their empath empathizeness. That is Luke 46 to 55. When you resign yourself to do, to doing his will, you may also get what you ask him for. So when you ask, we can see from, is it, I think, Matthew, ask and you're, you, you are going to be given seek and you're going to find as christians we have to ask ask and you're going to be given god is the lord is the only one who can give he's the giver of everything then we have he does he does not work on cue but he does help us in our needs. He helps us in everything, everything, every need, whether it's money, whether you want to feed your children, whether it's food, whether it's shelter, everything. He is a very, he is a very good in loving father and shepherd. God loves us. Anyhow, we are. He created. He created us in His own image. You are wonderfully and fearfully made. Jesus told his. Jesus told the servants, "Fill the jars with water." When the jars were being filled, he said, "Now dip some and take it to the master of the ceremony." So the servant followed the instruction that is John 2, 7 to 8. The servants followed his, in, his instruction, even though they had just seen those jars being filled with water. You can see things, but you don't know what is happening. You know, as Christians, we have to, most of us, we, we ignore things. You know, you can see there's a baby like today, 
when I went to the market, I saw a, ba a small girl and she was crying. Most of the people are passing. They're not even asking what is happening. And I wondered, why is she crying? She's only staying here, but she's crying. So I went there and asked her, hi. So I said hi, and then she cried. So I asked her, what's happening? And she had hurt, her heart, her leg was hurt, and she had a wound, which was very painful. And, you know, I had nothing to help her. So I only took her to her mother, and because she couldn't even walk, she was in pain. And because I could have carried her, I only took her in the back. I carried her to her home where her mother took her. And I don't know what happened next. That's how we should be like Christians. Amen. Where they shake, where they shaking the whole time, they walk to the master of the ceremony. Would they be fired if he took the sip of praying old water? Sometimes we need to do things that don't seem to make sense to our human mind. When we step forward in faith, despite our doubts, we may see a miracle. That's what will happen to all the Christians that will do what is what is needed to do be done you know as christians we have a lot of doubts you doubt what is going to happen then you doubt you say no it cannot be it cannot happen the way that i want so you have a lot of doubts and as christians to be humble the those the things that you should not have as christians to be humble is you should not be generous should not have pride and arrogant those are the three things that we should not have as Christians. And that's the end of the thing that I had for you. Amen. Humility, humility is a willingness to submit to the will of God. It is nearly impossible to be obedient without being humble. And if we stop and we think about it, for every instruction that we undertake or we carried out, it was because we chose to be humble. As Lucy said, pride steps in the way of obedience because pride causes you to question why. Pride causes you to think that you're better. Pride causes you to think that you're more intelligent than what is being asked of you. How could I pour water into a jar when they're, they're out of wine? But to, to, to obey, we must be humble. And in Philippians 2 verse 8, we saw that Jesus being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself and he became obedient to the point of death, even the death of, on the cross. And so if Jesus could humble himself to obey his father, that is what he would ask for us. Christians who Lucy keep telling us that as Christians, these are what we do. We obey. We humbly obey. The next point is, it takes courage to obey. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or tremble before them. For the Lord your God is the one who is going with you. He will not fail you or abandon you. 
courage is not is having the mental or moral strength to to venture persevere withstand danger fear or difficulty in joshua 1 we we saw where after the death of moses god called joshua to lead the israelites and joshua was clearly afraid because three times that he was told to be strong and courageous we cannot obey in some situations unless we are courageous courage is not the absence of fear but courage is in the abs in in the presence of fear you push to obey claim for it takes reverence to obey hebrews 12 28 to 29 tells us that therefore let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken and thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. There's no mention that the servants knew Jesus, but it is clear by the, the role that Mary played that it would have been a family member or someone very close to the family for her to know that they had run out of wine. Because when you're a guest at a wedding, you don't know what they are out of. So it's clear that she had some, there was some close relationship for her to know that the servants were out of wine. And in reverence and awe, they obeyed Jesus because Mary, maybe whom they would have known, said, do anything and everything he tells you to do. The next point, it takes love to obey. John 14, 21 and John 14, 31 tells us that Whoever accepts the commands and obeys of God, of Jesus, they are the ones who love him. And Jesus said, I am doing just what the Father commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. So Jesus demonstrated to us that when you love, you will obey. He demonstrated to us that if you love him, you would also obey him. Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. I only do what my father instructs me and commands me to do. And because of the love, the world will know that he loves the father. So Mary knew the benefits of obedience. And that is why she could have spoken to the servants. As the mother of Jesus, she knew, as I said earlier, she knew more than she was saying. As the virgin who was overshadowed by the Holy Spirit, she knew an illogical instruction obeyed is beneficial. The servants realized the benefits in doing whatever they were told by Jesus. They heard and accepted the command, fill the jar with water, although you are in need of wine. Draw some of the water that you fill the jar with, and take it to the master of ceremonies. Lucy asked the question, then were they shaking as they took the wine or the water that they had poured to the master of ceremony? Did, 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 did they shake? Did they, did, 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 were they nervous? Because I would be nervous. But they, they recognized at the end that their obedience was beneficial not only for themselves, but others were blessed. They heard and obeyed the command. 
And because of their obedience, Jesus's glory was revealed through his first miracle of turning water into wine. Because of their obedience, the disciples believed in, that was the first mention that the disciples believed in Jesus. Because of their obedience, water was turned into wine and now wine was made available to the party. Can we say because of your obedience, these X, Y, and Z is happening? Because of your obedience, someone will believe. Because of your obedience, someone will be refreshed because the wine now was made available and people were able to be refreshed because some servants obeyed. What have you been hearing or hearing Jesus instructing you to do? A musician is applauded for playing long. Not for playing long, but for playing well. The servants were blessed, not because they serve, but because they willingly and promptly obey the command to fill the jar, draw some out, and take it to the master of ceremonies. What is the reason for your blessing? Is it because you obeyed promptly, willingly, fully and obeyed the, the way Jesus instructs. When we do whatever Jesus tells us to do, miraculous doors are opened in our lives and in the lives of others because we saw with the servants. We saw that God's glory was revealed and many came to believe in God. So this morning, very short message I wanted to share, but I wanted you to recognize that when we obey Jesus, it takes courage. When we, for us to obey, it takes humility. For us to obey, it takes trust and love and confidence and reverence. For us to obey, it takes confidence. This morning, the question is, will you do whatever he tells you to do? Will you do anything and everything Jesus instructs you to do. As I thought about the, 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 the servants this morning, and I reflected on my own life, and Lucy and I had, had a conversation, and we, 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 we looked at our own lives, and we said, how easy or how difficult would it be if we were asked to do something that seemed illogical to us, something that made no sense to us, Something that we, when, we, when, when we, we would look down and wonder, why would you ask me to do that? Why would you tell me to go and fetch water and pour in a jar? Because then pouring the water in the jar is not as easy as us moving the jar under the top. They would have to go and catch it and fill it each time. It made no sense. And, I, and I'm wondering what was their thought life like? And Lucy and I just thought about it and we said, we would have asked questions and we would have said, me, who are you to give me instructions? Do you know who I am? And I guess the more intellectual you are, you'd have questioned, you'd question more because you, you would have been thinking, why would I pour water into a jar when they're out of wine? But this morning we saw 
that sometimes it makes no sense. And Jesus sometimes literally makes no sense. Who would have told us prior to Jesus dying that if he goes on a cross and be nailed and crucified, our sins would have been forgiven? Who would have told us that if Elijah went and sat at a water brook and went to a widow, that her flower would never run out and her jug would never run dry? Who would have told us that an obedience of someone, Joshua crossing over the Jordan, would have been beneficial to the Israelites taking over the promised land or when Moses was told to go through the Red Sea, who would have told him that obeying would deliver the Israelites and bring them into the promise of God? And the same is true of you this morning. Who would have told you? If the thing that God instructs you to do that seems illogical, makes no sense. And it comes back to what Charles Spurgeon says, that when we are asked to do anything for God, we are to do it to the brim. Who would have told you that if you trust God and obey him, you'll be blessed? Who would have told you that if you love him to the brim and, and do as commanded, you will be blessed. Who would have told you that your money that you have that is insufficient to pay your bills, when you trust him with it, that your bills will be paid and your needs will be met. But this morning, we both present to you what Mary said to the servants. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Do anything and everything Oh God, do anything. I mean, there is no barrier. There is no limit on what he will tell you to do. Do anything and at the same time, do everything he tells you to do. I pray that you will reflect upon this scripture this week as Lucy and I got an opportunity to reflect. And that like the servants, we will walk away obeying filling not only the jar but filling it to the brim because we trust him because we are confident in him because we love him because we are humble because we revere him thank you